The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, what's going on here? Welcome to the revolution. It's about time you showed up. You wanted it. Give it to me. We delivered it. I love this show. Booyah! Yeah, baby! Feeding your outdoors addiction with analysis, insight, and expertise. <laughs> Really interesting to listen to. For over 16 years, we are the voice of outdoor radio and the pulse of a nation. Yeah, turn it up. Let's crank it up. Let's go. Let the revolution with Jim and Trav begin. Here we go. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Dum, 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 sweet springtime. Good times never seem so good. Ooh-hoo! Ooh. It is time to bust out the Claritin, folks. <laughs> spring allergies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're talking the spring open on today's show. That's right, we are. Yeah, I'm glad Jimbo agrees with me on that one. The only time. Uh, here in just a second, we're going to have the man that uh, he likes to hunt them puppies. Them coyotes. Predator hunter Jeff Thomason. Oh, he's a great guy. Predator pursuit. Do you even know what I'm talking about? That Sportsman Channel Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. He, Jeff is going to be joining us in just a second. He's probably hiding in a blind around the corner. And so would I. He's going to scare Jimbo and make him tinkle. Um, we're also going to be joining. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit, though. Just to raise the excitement. Uh, we're also going to have Brian Tucker on today's show with the High Mount Seasonings. Yeah, and then we're going to have Cat Daddy on. Yeah, Cat Daddy's going to wrap things up. He's going to be talking about them big old springtime blue cats. Ooh. Yeah, Cat Daddy's got an exciting tale to tell us. Off from a blue. Blue. <laughs> it's going to be a blue, blue tail. Blue tail. Oh, have a blue. Blue. I don't, I don't know why we're singing Christmas music. You. All right, so let's get to... Good times never seem so good. More singing of Jim. Uh, no, let's get to Jeff, Jeff Thomason. It's the spring open this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Let's hit it. Now kicking off a two-parter with Jeff Thomason, host of Predator Pursuit on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 10 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Let's find out a little bit more about him. Jeff Thomason! And he hunts predators at night And alligators too Then that right? Totally clips to the heart, Jeff Thompson <laughs> The song was actually about you, Jeff Man, that's, that's the best introduction I've ever got right there. That, yeah. We gotta do the best for the ultimate best predator hunter Now, I, I have to say this, man uh, You were, like, internationally known for one of the best coyote hunters, dude uh, but your bear hunting skills, more importantly, though, how close you get to bears, dude? Man, a little too close sometimes, to be <laughs> honest with you. But we, uh, it's, it's such a fun deal, man. I started going going up there to Canada, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. And it's just, that's one of those deals. And once you go, man, you, you got to go back. It, it's a good time. Well, it, good time when you literally have to use the butt of your rifle to fend the bear off. That that actually <laughs> happened to you, didn't it? Yeah, it happens more times than I would like to admit. So yeah, they're 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 curious. Some of them are a little aggressive, but 
yeah, no, it's it's been fun. They they get up there and they like to get in nice and close and. It, ma- it makes it exciting for sure. Yeah. I was outside of Atlanta, Alaska, and uh, we were using a predator call to try to bring in wolves. And honest to God, a big old grizzly came in. Yeah. I haven't messed with the grizzlies yet. That's, that's definitely on my list. But yeah, that's a, that's a serious deal right there. Yeah, yeah. It is. Now, a lot of guys are gearing up. I mean, spring bear hunting is around the corner. Um, and you also do just a lot of spring bear hunting from the ground, not even in a blind or, or tree stand, don't you? Yeah, we we like to mix it up a little bit. Um, you know, tree stands work great. Um, but, you know, we, we like to just see what, you know, kind of cool flippage we can get. So we like to, you know, take a bow and try to shoot them on the ground or, you know, take a gun, build a little ground blind, just, you know, change it up a little bit just to just to make it fun. Yeah. Now, the predator call that you use, is it the wounded rabbit or a uh, wounded bird or what? We do a little bit of everything, like... Uh, Mainly just wounded rabbits. Um, we hunt bears. We do the baited hunts, of course. I mean, we we just like to, like I keep saying, we just mix it up and, and try all different ways. Same, kind of the same thing we do with the coyotes and the alligators and everything else. We just try to mix it up and make it as much fun as we can. Now, when you're, let's say, calling in a coyote versus a bear, are you going to use a lot of the same calls because you know i mean predators are predator their instincts are they they correlate would you use a lot of the same calls or not um we do um i tend like on the bears we tend to use a little bit more of the the larger mammals like the bear and the you know or i'm sorry the deer and the goats and things like that you know that that they're typical for but i've had them come into all different kinds of sounds um and we talk about that a lot on the coyote hunting is you know, people get a little too focused sometimes on the type of call. You know, they'll say, well, I live in Texas and we, we can't use a snowshoe hare because we don't have snowshoe rabbits. But it, these coyotes and bears and whatnot, they don't think like that. They just know that, you know, it's something that's that's in distress and, and they're going to come check it out. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of interesting that uh, predators are so curious about different things in the in their natural world that uh, they just instantly go and start checking things out. Do you find that true? No, it's for sure. And I say that a lot. There, there's a couple of reasons why they come in. Obviously, one is curiosity. One is hunger. And then a lot of times it's it's territorial. You know, sometimes they think maybe there's another coyote or bear that's in their area that's that's hunting and killing something in their area, and they don't like it. Would you? Ever, is there like a cub distress you know, because, I mean, not that you really want to piss off a mama bear, but, um, you know, because, you know, the, them pups in distress calls were well, especially, you know, when they're they're having their litters and stuff. Uh, would something like that work on bears? For sure. And, and we talk about that a lot as well is it doesn't matter if it's a like deer, anything that if you go out and you see a mule deer and you turn on a mule deer fawn in distress, mm-hmm. it's just their their natural instinct to come and, you know, either protect it or, or, or whatever. So. Just, you know, if you use their own species type calls, it usually works really well. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, we're coming into the spring of the year where a lot of things are being born. I mean, we're talking about uh, rodents mm-hmm. as well as as deer and so forth. And do you find that uh, with the world waking up like it is, they can get distracted easily? The coyotes and stuff are, are on the prowl. I mean, they just like you said, they know there's babies of all types hitting the ground and it's kind of it's kind of easy pickings for them. You know, they've got babies as well. So they're going to, 
you know, trying to get that easy meal so they can feed their, their pups and their young ones. And, you know, they, they're, they're very vulnerable to a, to a call this time of year as well. Yeah. I would think, you know, you're talking about there's no snowshoe hair in Texas, but you know, with the woods waking up since it is officially spring and everything and his brother is making a noise, I would think something out of the norm would be attractive, you know, like, oh, my goodness, I know there's a dead rabbit over there and there's a, you know, squawking bird over there, but I've never heard of this, you know? That's right. Yeah. And like here in Texas, you can't hardly go out on a on a spring turkey hunt and, and do a day of hunting without calling in a coyote on a on a turkey call. Yeah. Let's real quick transition uh, into alligator hunting. I think that is, for one, one of the coolest hunts, the way you hunt, man. Uh, very exciting, and you use calls a lot. Oh, that's ninety five percent of the way we hunt alligators, and um, you know, I think Louisiana. I'm not. I don't want to say the laws in some states, but I know Florida, for instance, they allow you to go out on private land and use a rifle. Oh, wow! It's really cool. You know, you don't have to actually. You know, a lot of times you see these TV shows like Louisiana or whatever where they're hooking them, mm-hmm. and then they pull them in and shoot them. Well, I mean, it's fun and whatever, but I wanted to. It's just my natural instinct. I like to call animals in. So researching it all, that's, you know, Florida was the place. And, man, these alligators, you talk about just being aggressive and protective and, and whatever. They will come to a call right now. Yeah. Now, the and, the, the, the mama alligators, uh, don't the uh, the baby alligators have a distress sound that they make and the mama comes in to yeah. take care of them and that's that's pretty much the main sound we use and it's the moms coming in to protect them but it's also the big bull gators coming in to kill them so mm. Ooh. yeah it's uh you know you can call in females and males but you can you can usually tell you know the, the bigger bull gators from the smaller females now when you're out there what size alligators are you kind of targeting i mean are you going for a specific size or just three pair of boots most aggressive yeah. what do you what are you going for you know it, it, honestly when you go with an outfitter which is what i usually do because i live in texas so i don't have my own private ground to go with so we go with an outfitter there and honestly, it's kind of what you want to pay for. You know, you, they have different prices, you know, for different size gators. But, man, those guys, they're so impressive because they can judge an alligator so fast. And I've killed quite a few of them. And I still have a hard time deciphering a, a six-footer from a ten-footer sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. a lot of times all you can see is their head, right? Oh, yeah. So it yeah. makes it hard. Now, now, the thing is, when you harvest an alligator, okay, uh, do you keep everything? Is it only just the skull that is the trophy, or is it the belly skin, or is it the tail meat and that you can sell? It's funny you ask that because I'm literally I just opened a box yesterday, and uh, I've got an alligator hide from last year that it's it was about an eight footer, uh, about average, you know, decent sized alligator. But they we skinned it, they took it, they dyed it, and they tanned it, and it's like a the boots you see the brown leather boots. Oh wow, they can. Yeah, they can dye them different colors, black, brown, I mean, all kinds of cool colors. But I've got that done. And then in my shop, I've got a, I killed a 10-footer, and I had like a half-body mount of him coming out of the wall. It's pretty oh, cool. wow. And then when we go to the outfitters, man, we'll cook them. He'll, like last time we had gator bites, and <laughs> cuts that tail meat up and rolls it in buffalo sauce, and they're like buffalo chicken. Man, it's good. Oh, Fries man. them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, so, Jeff, we, 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? We got to hear more about this. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, we're talking with Jeff Thomason. Of course, he is the host of Predator Pursuit on Sportsman Channel Monday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Currently, it is the 11th season. Aaron, always hop on my outdoor TV. Go back and peruse uh, previous seasons. This has been presented, though, by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and my outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Jeff, before we get to a break, your website, socials, partners, everything you got going on, where can that be found, buddy? Oh, obviously, Facebook, Instagram, you know, Predator Pursuit with Jeff Thomason. We've got all that, ton of footage on there. We've got some stuff going on YouTube. So just about anywhere. Type in Predator Pursuit and you can find it. You bet. More Jeff Thomason right after this. Don't go anywhere, y'all. Part two with wild man Jeff Thomason, host of Predator Pursuit on Sportsman Channel and My Outdoor TV, is moments away. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes, powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with the Spring Open. Now let's get back to Jeff Thomason, host of Predator Pursuit on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 10 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking the spring open on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Jeff Thomason on. Yep. And he was uh, just talking about how good alligators eat. You know, he's talking about opening that box with his alligator. I me- I was thinking of Happy Gilmore when he <laughs> opened the box for Chubbs and he fell out the window. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> that would be really yeah. cool. Now, let's go into coyotes and hogs, okay? Um you know, everyone talks about the impact of, you know, especially this time of year, fawns are dropping, uh, you know, the highs aren't the best on the coyotes, but this is a time we really, if we're, we're talking about managing deer, we should be managing the coyotes, but hogs are just as big of an issue in, you know, the southern part of the country, man. We've got more hogs than you can imagine down here in Texas, and, you know, it, we're we're still killing coyotes right now, but it's not as... I guess fast paced is typical this year because they're kind of denning up and doing their own thing. So it makes them a little bit tougher to call in and kill. But, but the hogs, man, it's, it's great because it gets hot here in the daytime. You don't really want to do a whole lot, but nighttime, it's perfect. So we like to go out at night. Um, we're running all these pulsar thermals and just going out and, and, making as big a pile as we can now the the crazy thing is yeah i mean hogs are a huge problem everywhere uh and it used to be you know a long time ago you could just go out and hunt them people wanted you to but this is big business and these hog hunts man they're expensive they can be um you know it's, it just depends on where you go it's still the opportunity's still out there if you want to go out and knock on some doors you can you can pick up some ground but yeah, it, it it has turned into a multi-million dollar business here in Texas. That's for sure. From flying them with helicopters to you know going out with these thermals and 
and having fun, it's it's turned into a big business. Have you ever done it in a helicopter? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we, have we you? Go, uh, yeah, so we're I'm really good friends with Craig Meyer and those guys. They have uh, they used to have a show called Heli Hunter, but now they oh, have yeah. uh, Target Rich Environments there on Sportsman Channel as well. So mm-hmm. super good guys, great TV show, and I, I hunt with them a lot. It's that's about as much fun as as you can have in the hunting world shooting them out of a helicopter. Now, I got to ask you, I would think personally as someone who has shot a lot, you know, anything moving, the animals moving, you're moving, is that tough uh, to make, you know, a good shot from a helicopter? I would recommend you shoot a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put it that way, yeah. A buckshot. It's not something you can just really just hone in on without some practice. So, yeah, the, and that's one thing those heli hunter guys, they, they did offer that a while back is, Man, we just hammer him with a buckshot and just, man, it was, it was pretty deadly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, good so. that you've got a semi-automatic uh, like Benelli or something where you can uh, actually miss the first shot and still be able to get it on the second. Man, I don't remember what they had, but it had like a twenty-round mag buckshot. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you got out of the helicopter, you could, you had a hard time picking your arm up because. You- <laughs> Been kicked by a mule fifty times, but it, it was totally worth it. The, yeah. only, the only hunt where the ammunition would be more expensive than the helicopter fuel. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's why it's so expensive. Yeah, they these guys from out of state that probably listen to you guys. It's it's one of those deals with with them. You just call them, set it up, and you just show up. I mean, they've got everything. They've got the land. The helicopters, the guns, the ammo, you just show up and have a good time. Yeah. Now, uh, you, let's talk a little bit about uh, hunting in Africa, predator hunting. Now, the thing is, mm-hmm. if they're a predator in Africa, it's the same as a predator in North America. But uh, do you use Man. the same calls? Like the guy says, well, hey, we don't have you know varying hairs down here in Texas, so you don't use that call. Well, they don't have them in Africa either. But, it again, it's a curiosity thing that they're coming after, right? That's right. And I- We've killed, so when we go, we shoot jackals and caracals, which are basically their coyotes and their bobcats, and um, called in a ton of them on just, like I mentioned earlier, snowshoe, you know, jackrabbits, things like that. But um, they do howl a lot more typically. Those jackals are very vocal, and mm. those guys over there, they, they like to howl at them, and, man, it, it works. It works really well. Now, when you're over there, um, you know, the difference between here in the States, I mean – it's limited amount of stuff that's going to kill you here. You know, um, sure. you go over there and you're calling in a jackal. I mean, depending on where you are, you get a leopard. there could be <laughs> lepers, there could be lions. I mean, you're going to attract a hell of a lot more than a jackal. That's right. And, you know, a lot of the areas we've hunted has been more leopard possibility than lion, but. I mean, it's, you know, it's always a possibility for sure. Yeah. And of course, uh, you're not hunting those particular predators. And so therefore you move on or you just wait till they leave the area. Um, I've never had a lion show up. I've had hyenas and baboons and just yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff showing up. But yeah, no, if, if it's not something that's on the list, we kind of make ourselves known and and just go to the next area yeah uh, a hyena came in then tim wells with a spear it was like there's <laughs> <laughs> a family reunion over there now yeah. when you're over there obviously you know africa it's it's a a lot of planning it is a big expense how is the cost compared to a planes game hunt or not even a big game hunt you know like the dangerous game is it cost effective if people want to get their feet wet and go over there and do a predator hunt or is it pretty the same price no matter what um if you were just going strictly predator you could very affordable i mean not expensive at all um 
but a lot of those outfitters, they don't just focus on that really, but they, if you want to go and shoot predators, you know, you can set up where you can go for two or three days and, and focus on that. And then the other days you're there, go after planes game and whatnot. But overall, I mean, if you're going to stay here in the States and you want to go on a good elk hunt, you know, that's probably average five to $10,000, you're you're in a pretty good hunt in Africa for the price. Yeah. Now, Predator Pursuit again, Sportsman Channel Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Obviously, the name implies predator. So, if it's a predatorial animal, Jeff's gonna go after it. Is there anything on your bucket? You know, I think I was watching a video of you like skinning out a rattlesnake. I mean, are you going to like a rattlesnake roundup? Is there a predator you haven't pursued you want to? Probably number one. I would probably venture to say either a lion or a leopard. Oh, really? Things, oh, yeah. They're ever since I was a kid, you know. But they're they are not cheap. So um, maybe you guys can pull some of your money and help me out on that. <laughs> and, uh, well, that's the plan. Taken care of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Those are probably my two. Uh, mountain lion was up there, but I was able to go and and hunt lions last year with dogs, and that was amazing hunt. Was able to shoot a huge tom, so that was great. Um, but, yeah, there's just something about those leopards and lions that are. Yeah. Well, and uh, we've got Jeff Thomason out hunting snow leopards. Now. That's right. He's <laughs> he's going after the, the snow hare because they're dangerous. They're not nice. <laughs> All right. So, once again, hanging out with Jeff Thomason, the host of Predator Pursuit Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by Myotor TV. Stream on your favorite device. Download to watch anywhere, anytime. Myotor TV at MyotorTV.com. Jeff, again, where can we find you online, buddy? All the all the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, all that, um, website, Predator Pursuit, uh, My Outdoor TV, YouTube, we're, we're all over the place. Yeah, we, we encourage all predators to watch so you know what to look for when Jeff <laughs> Thomason shows up. That's right. You know, hey, stick around because after the break, old Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasoning, is going to come around and tell us how to cook those critters. Jeff's going to kill a leopard and uh, Brian's going to prepare it. Mr. Jeff, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. All right, let's go do this. The saltwater lifestyle comes alive every Saturday morning on Outdoor Channel. The fish are aggressive and they're eating. I think we're going to have a good day. Join our savvy anglers as they pursue exotic species in some of the world's most amazing destinations. You could spend a lifetime exploring these waters. It's about just being together and reminiscing. Saltwater Saturdays, beginning at 9 a.m. on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. We're back. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on with the Spring Open. Now, here's another two-parter with Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking the Spring Open on this week's show. And, of course, uh, before the break, we had Jeff Thomason on. Yeah, he took your breath away. Yes, he did. You know what I like to say? What's that? You know, I used to travel with Celine Dion. <laughs> <Yeah>. I did. 
I couldn't even tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you both sound very feminine. All right, so that's, that's Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. B-Rad, Brian Tucker, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. Just enjoying another week. How about you, fellas? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah no, no, the thing is, we're in the springtime of the year. It was spring, what, last week? Hell yeah. And uh, uh, we've got spring turkey seasons opening up all over the country. Also, spring bear seasons right around the corner. What do you think about that? It's a good time of year for sure. I, um, hold you over until some of that slush ice comes off to get into the open water fishing. You go out chase some gobblers and some you know nice black bears that have come out of hibernation, and they both make High Mountain Seasoning makes products that are great for both of them. You know, it's kind of crazy when you think about uh, bear hunting. You know, a lot of people don't talk about how delicious and amazing uh, bear meat is. Because, you know, back in like, you know, starting off in like the 1760s. Right after they stopped eating us. Yeah. You know, the black bear, that's kind of what fueled the American frontier. And I'm going to tell you, what, when you had like a whole bunch of lard produced from bears, that was mm-hmm. as good as currency, man. Oh, 100%. I mean, and that was huge, whether it was like baking or they'd use it for waterproofing, anything like that. Absolutely. Now, when you render down, uh, you know, bear fat, I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty crystal clear. I mean, it's really white, pure, right? It's amazing, yeah, because you're so used to seeing some fats from other animals. I mean, especially if you like beef fats and it can get like a yellowish type color that what they produce from rendering it and melting it down like that is it almost looks like water. Yeah, no, the thing is with the, with bear fat, you know, we're, we're talking about doing a spring bear hunt. They just come out of hibernation, so they've been using that fat to live on all winter. Right. Uh, there's right. not, it's not as fatty, is it? That's true. It's very, very lean compared to something you might have as like a fall type bear. That's a very good point too. So if you're going to be using that for making any sort of dish like sausage or anything, you may want to consider adding some pork fat or something like that to it just to give it a little bit more moisture. Yeah, you know, it's really neat if you guys, you know, anyone hops on your website himtnjerky.com, highmountainjerky.com, uh, you guys have a cool e-cookbook. You got a ton of recipes, but mm-hmm. like your cured, smoked, and glazed bear ham, Holy smokes, have never tried it. It looks phenomenal, man. Right. That's one that I've actually never tried myself either, but I'm in the same boat as you. It looks amazing. And one of those things that we always tell people, pretty much anything you can do with a pig, you can do with a bear, especially when it comes to sausages or hams like that. The meat texture and consistencies are very similar that you can swap one for the other. Obviously, it can be different flavors, but yeah, they're they're very interchangeable. Yeah, and now with the uh, with the bear meat, that's more of a deep red color, where you know mm-hmm. pork is more whitish colored. But right, the fact right. of the matter is, on both of them, you do have to worry about trichinosis, so you want to make sure that that meat is well done, right? Well, right, and that's where the cure comes in too, where it helps some of those bacteria, so that way they are not going to be allowed to grow. But yeah, the trichinosis is going to be one of the number one issues with both types of meat where it needs to be thoroughly cooked and can't really do a medium rare bear. Yeah. Now, would you recommend, you know, let's compare it. Let's say we're going to smoke it. Okay. Um, then it would be that low and slow method you would probably want to use, you know, to break down all those fibers and make it delicious. Like you're doing a pork butt or you're going to do a brisket, right? That's where the curing agent stuff like that can really come in and help you out, especially like a you know one of those um, sausage types. But again, on a low and slow with a pork butt, or even if you did like pulled bear, you're going to get that temperature up over 200 degrees, and it's ultimately going to kill any sort of like bacteria before you consume it. Yeah. Now, real quick, you got like super quiet. I yeah. don't know if it was the phone or you took my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's thinking about that song. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have a little bromance people don't know about. You know, it's <laughs> they do know what I what I like to do anymore, you know, is, you know, going back here, like you always want to shoot like a really big buck or you want to shoot a great mm-hmm. elk or, you know, whatever it may be. I sure. want to like more important to me is to harvest a decent animal so I get a lot of protein from it. But right. the real trophy is like the dishes I can make from it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. really push myself as a hunting culinary man uh, to make right. something that is so in, you know, it, it, a lot of times when you go to a place like we're going to make these deer medallions and all this stuff and it takes forever for them to do it. But I want to make something practical that's delicious out of all the game meat. And I think that is truly being um, a good steward of the resources, but an ultimate hunter, in my opinion. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's always kind of the running joke. You can't eat the horns. You can't eat the antlers, especially when people, the main point of hunting is to provide. Yeah. And that way you make sure you use as much of it as you can. Obviously there's times where shot placement, bloodshot, stuff like that, that you, it's inedible. And that's just an unfortunate part of the whole process, but use what you can, whether you said you're going to be making the burger steaks, roasts, take it into the step further to the sausages, jerky, stuff like that. Once you have that, if you want to experiment and take it to that next level of doing the medallions and the, you know, French cut rib cage on deer's backstrap, however you want to do it. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, as long as you're utilizing the entire harvest to the best of your abilities, that's what a true sportsman is. Yeah. Now with you guys, I mean, once again, we can make all sorts of like hams from bear. You guys have an awesome smoked bear loin roast uh, mm-hmm. recipe. Mm-hmm. And then the cool thing is when you hop on your, your website, not only do you have the recipe, but it shows the ingredients of that, what you can get from you guys at High Mountain Seasonings to make these. Right, right. But, you know, like you said, you can make the snack sticks. You can make sausage. I bet it'd be good, like you're saying, to grind up some bear and put um, some pork fat and stuff in there and make like uh, bear patties. I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I did some years ago where we did uh, bear breakfast links, like oh. maple flavor, and they were they were really, really good. Mm-hmm. That's just where the comparison to the pork comes in, where it's one of those that if people are struggling for ideas, I mean, you can basically look at what you're going to do with any sort of cut, like off a pig, and you're going to do something similar with a bear. You bet. Hey, Brian, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Absolutely, fellas. Anything for you guys. Oh. <laughs> hey, we're talking with Brian Tucker. He's the National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasoning, and that is HIMTNJerky.com. And he you know, he took it away from old uh, spiky hair guy. What is it? Ferrera? For Ferrari guy, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, guy. Whiz, Wyoming, He's the guy. Wyoming is flavor state. Okay, <laughs> that's what it is. All right, this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine, any type of cuisine. H i m t n jerky dot com. Now, you guys have a newsletter and stuff. Uh, are there any specials going on? You know, so we could find out about where do we where do we go to find out about like specials and savings and stuff like that. First, go to our website himtandjerky.com. You can sign up for our newsletter there that sends out our monthly specials that we have. You can find the e-cookbook, all of our items. You know, currently we're running twenty percent off all of our sausage kits. Um, follow us on social media platforms, specifically Facebook. You can see recipes, dishes that are being made, anything like that. You bet. Hey, more Brian Tucker right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue after these important messages. In the meantime, you could watch YouTube videos of Travis mowing his lawn or just check out JimandTrav.com. 
Meet the most influential wild fish and game chefs on Earth. This is everything I hoped and a little bit further as well. From the harvest. If we get one, you know what you're going to smell? Frito-Lay corn chips. Get out the bean dip, dude. To the fork. You killed it, you skinned <laughs> it, Mike's cooked it, now you've got to eat it. Savor the flavor of the great outdoors. This is making me super hungry right now. A full night of chefs gone wild. I need some private time to finish these three bowls. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs. Specifically designed for game and fish, try our 16 different shaker seasonings. And look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our new finishing sauces. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Thanks for tuning into the Revolution with Jim and Trav and the Spring Open. Now let's get back to the boys and Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking the Spring Open on this week's show. And, of course, uh, we had Brian Tucker on for the very first part, talking about all kinds of things from bear and so forth. But now we want to talk about fishing. What about fishing, Brian? What can't you do with fishing? I mean, whether it's cold, whether it's warm. I mean, some people are even crazy enough to do it when it's windy. But, you know, the best part of it is keeping that catch afterwards if you're catching, like, a nice walleye or, you know, a good steelhead or a salmon and then cooking it up afterwards. Now, you actually have, before we get into some fish recipes and seasonings, Mm -hmm. you actually have a fishing competition. I can't even say that. Tournament. Tournament coming up. Is it May? It is in May. It's the first weekend in May. It's in southern Idaho, um, just outside of Idaho Falls on the south fork of the Snake River. Mm. It's a rainbow trout tournament. Yep, it's one that um, my best friend and I put on in memory of one of our friends who passed away a couple years ago. And uh, it's in conjunction like with the Idaho fishing game where they are trying to remove rainbow trout from that specific fishery because it's a natural cutthroat fishery and they tend to interbreed and then the rainbow trout have taken over. So the cool part of it is there is no limit on rainbow trout in that River. Really? I tell you though, catching a cut bull yep. is a lot of fun. Oh, it is. They fight like crazy, don't they? Yeah. That is, there's some pushback on it for sure. Where people who you know love to fly fish or spinner fish or anything like that, rainbows specifically, cut bows, they fight so hard that it makes it a fun fishery. But they're trying to keep it pure for the cutthroat. So they've even gone as far as they will shock the river, tag the rainbow trout or the cut bows with these little tags that have monetary values from obviously no money up to over a thousand dollars. Oh, so it's incentive for the people who are catching them to keep them. We've actually gone on fishing trips in years past, just, you know, drinking beer while floating the river made 150 bucks and paid for our trip. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, now you're out there, you're out there and you caught yourself a couple of really nice rainbows. You want to cook it on the bank. What do you do? Do you actually leave it whole, just gut it and cook it that way? Or do you actually fillet it? And then what seasonings do you use for that rainbow trout? Sure. So what I would do is I would, you know, I'd gut it depending on the size, obviously, but more than likely I'm going to gut it, remove the head, clean it up, and then take tin foil with some of our, either our gourmet fish seasoning or our wild river trout seasoning, sprinkle it on the inside of the rib cage for the meat, wrap it in that tin foil with a little bit of butter and put it right either on the fire or on the griddle and let it cook until the meat starts to flake off. You guys have that ultimate fish bundle, and it comes with, yep. I mean, Alaskan salmon seasoning, Wild River trout seasoning you mentioned, gourmet fish seasoning, uh, Cajun campfire western-style seasoning, which is all like one of my favorites now, and also the Cajun cowboy western-style seasoning. 
and uh, the fish gourmet brine, the soy ginger marinade. I mean, this bundle, it even comes with a fillet knife. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's, Does it come with it's the a fish? very popular one, too, for fishermen specifically. I mean, because any one of those shaker seasonings are going to be great for the bank fishing. Take the gourmet fish brine. If you're going to smoke it, it's easy step by step on how to do that. You know, marinate a fillet. If you're going to do that, put it on top of cedar plank when you're cooking on the grill. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I know you talk about uh, removing the head, but, you know, there is uh, cheek meat that you can get. There's a cheek muscle that you can take out, and sure. sometimes it's very small. Other times, mm-hmm. if you got a bigger 24, 26-inch rainbow, uh, it's pretty good size, like walleye cheeks. Great stuff. Yep. Great food. Yep. And Absolutely. then also, good, good also out of those guts that you're throwing away, livers uh trout really? livers are really really good that is something that would be new to my culinary palate for sure <laughs> yeah he's like new and it will never touch my culinary palate <laughs> the only i'm gonna have to take your word for it on that one. <laughs> yeah, the only liver he has is the one he's damaging on float trips okay <laughs> <laughs> he had a transplant last i'm week. gonna tell you dude you know i love Cajun cooking, the, you know, but the mm-hmm. only thing is you eat so much of it, you spend a lot of time in the bathroom, okay? <laughs> and it has a tendency to get super spicy, but I love the flavor. I'm, like, totally addicted, though, to your, your Cajun Campfire Western-style seasoning and also the, mm-hmm. the Cajun Cowboy. It has that hint and that those smoky flavors, but it doesn't have, like, that excess heat in the, you know, the aftermath. It is delicious. Right. Those two are, like, Oh my God! I like I've just fallen in love recently with them. I've always liked them, but for some reason now, dude, I put them on everything, even livers, all purpose for sure. Potatoes, eggs. I mean, it doesn't matter, <laughs> dude. It makes everything better. Now let's uh, go from fishing into turkey hunting. Um, yeah. Turkey seasons open up a lot of places, and they're going to be opening up. You guys make so many cool products. Uh, for processing turkeys in consumption, man. I mean, it's kind of like endless from seasonings to recipes. You, at High Mountain Jerky, you have everything for them. Right. Again, yeah, it's whether you want to just do a, they say, take a turkey breast and grill it. You can brine it. You can bread it. Anything like that. We do, you know, we have suggestions on making sausage out of turkey. We have kits specifically for making jerky out of the turkey. It's endless. You know, I did one in camp a few years ago, the hunt I was on. We rendered some bacon down, so we had a pallet for the grease. We breaded it with just a little bit of flour, and I think we actually used the Cajun Cowboy mm. mixed into it, and we cooked it right in the bacon grease on the griddle top, and that was just like turkey nuggets. That was incredible. You know, one thing that we, my family and I started doing is making uh, the recipe right off your website, your wild turkey biscuits and gravy. Ooh. Oh, my God, dude. That is delicious. You're making me hungry now. Just think about <laughs> it. It's the lunchtime. <laughs> well, you know, the interesting part about uh, this time of the year, you know, it's turkey season's beginning all over the country. But also mm-hmm. this time of the year in certain places, you can get morels. And I don't know if you've oh, ever yeah. done this, taking a break at uh, at lunchtime, especially when you in, in some places of the country you can hunt all day, and you you start that uh, propane fire up with that deep fat fryer, and I got to tell you, cook up some some uh, turkey fingers out of the breast as well as deep fry those uh, morels. 
man, you got groceries. I'd have trouble going back on the field after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jimbo would actually cook up shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just, you know, kind of a given. We just kind of went with the morel <laughs> Yeah, okay, morel, shroom, whatever you want to call it, Jim. But any of his spices goes along with those shrooms. <laughs> yeah. Now, what specials do you guys have going on right now? A lot of times you offer, like, free shipping if we go over a certain amount. You, I mean, you're, sure. you guys always have special savings, especially in your Hans bundles. Will come to your house. Hans will come to your house. But what do you guys have going on right now? So currently we got 20% off all of our sausage kits um, on our website. And then $75 free shipping anywhere in the continental U.S. will take care of that for you. All righty, man. So to learn more about you guys and everything you have going on, social stuff like that, where can we find you online? Check out our website, himtnjerky.com. You'll see our specials. Sign up for our newsletter and then check us out on our Facebook page as well for any tips, tricks, new things going on. You bet. Hey, that was Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasoning. And uh, we've got more revolution right after this. Yeah, Cat Teddy's coming up after the break. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. Mr. Brian, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Take care, fellas. Always a pleasure. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Take the boys with you wherever you go by logging on to JimandTrav.com. And if you don't, we'll hit you in the head with a frying pan and your knee with a crowbar. So just log on to the website, okay? JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will continue next. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's our catfishing guru, the proprietor of the beanhole, and a man with over 250 pairs of overalls, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking the spring open on this week's show. Before the break, we had Brian Tucker on with High Mountain Seasonings, but now... The Kansas Catman. Brian has the oil hot. He's got the flour seasoned and ready. He just needs the catfish, and Cat Daddy's going to provide it. He is the Kansas Catman, ain't he, Jimbo? He is a Kansas Catman. That's right, Mr. Cat Daddy, you smelly man. How's it going, buddy? Oh, you can't stop me, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, uh, I see these things happening out on the water. I try to tell clients, you know, look at this, man. Just take a good gander of what we're looking at right now. you know, and uh, we'd be sitting in the boat, and we'd be up in the shallows up around old Milford or Perry Lake. And when I say shallows, I'm talking, you know, old, probably 10 and below foot of water. And all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting there anchored up and enjoying the trip. You'll look back, oh, 20, 30 feet from the boat, and you'll see a great big V cut through the water. And whoosh! You know, like something's chasing something in there, and you start seeing it four or five different times all, all around the the flat area up in there. You just imagine what that'd be. I tell them, and they go, "Well, what would it be?" I tell them, "Well, big, big old blue cats." Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Just getting getting their belly full of them shed up in the shallow parts of the lake. Mm. And they go, "What?" I go, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go get on them right now, boys. So get ready." Well, you know, (laughs) I I have seen something similar to that when. the um, black bass are are schooling, and they're after the the, the shad. Of course, it usually happens in the fall. But man, there's a feeding frenzy going on. Were you able to cast out there and get any of those big guys? Oh yeah, you know, hell, we had a hell of a good time, man. And, and, and you know, when them fish are out there like that, 
they're probably 10, 15 pounds heavier than what they usually are. Oh, wow. Because they're belly full, so so full, man. And Because they're, they're gluttons. They just don't know when to quit. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, just about like me. <laughs> but uh, when you're out there like that <clears throat> and you hook into one of them big blue cats or, or a flathead if you're lucky, man, hang on. Because, you know, you're in shallower water and there's a lot of different things back in that flat area, you know, and just hang on that rod and give it everything you got, and you'll get that big old boy in. We, we, we done pretty good out there. Wasn't too bad of a day at all. Yeah, now, do you have clients, Mr. Cat Daddy, that say, I specifically want to go for blue cats, or I want to do channels, or I want to do flatheads, uh, and you target those species, or are you guys most of the time just going out there to catch catfish? Well, you know, uh, and I call it an easy client is just go out and catch catfish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A hard client is somebody that has, you know, something extraordinary that they want, and they want only that. Yeah. And the impossible client, <laughs> they're the ones you get in the boat, you know, and uh, you run out of stories, and they're telling you, hey, I want a 50-pound blue cat <laughs> and nothing less <laughs> unless it's bigger. <laughs> you know, those, those are the impossible clients. Because, man, I tell you, if you do catch, a, you know, a 50-pound blue cat, they're happier than heck, but if you don't, <laughs> you know you know the other side of that story. Yeah. Do you ever tell them? And I want a client that's uh, nice. <laughs> you know? It tips me well. Yeah. <laughs> I tell them, oh, you need to use the rest of them. Just for, uh, just a second, I'll put you on the banker. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a bass fisherman. I'm not going to weight it down with weights. <laughs> well, but, now- you know, mo- uh, most generally, we can get out there and you know put them people on on, on some decent fish. It, it's just a matter of you know. Uh, getting them hooked up you know it, mm-hmm. it, i mean they're really hard to do sometimes you go because you can't just you know beg for a fish like cats yes, out in the boat and bam here he comes yeah but your chances are good when you get a good decent guy and you get out there on the water and he'll take you where you know he thinks the big boys are at that's right that's yeah. right now the thing is we're that time of the year where all of the lakes all over the country is going to start warming up and there's going to be some open water and people are going to get out there and now is the time to check their gear isn't it it's that time it's that time it's, the, it's that time to book a trip with you to get out i know it's like 25 degrees and snowing today but in two days it's going to be like 90 <laughs> um oh the- yeah it's a coming boy you know the cold weather was here for a while but you know, that, that Texas heat can be here for long. That's right. I'm ready for the heat to come. And Cat Daddy, you're going to put us on uh, the catfish, and that's going to get hot as well. Where can we find you online to uh, book a trip, buddy? Next to the hot online, grease. Online, online, yes. Yes, sir, online. Y- you said it, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you right now. Are you ready? We are ready. <laughs> Pen in hand. Everybody else out there ready? <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you have any hot grease that uh, you can actually put catfish fillets in, Mm -hmm. uh, send an email to catdaddy at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That is right. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Hey, there's nothing like talking to the crew, boys, the crew. There is a place where you can get all your outdoor information, read articles, check out cool blogs, pictures, and recipes, get expert advice on hunting and fishing, and you can even interact with us. That place is JimandTrav.com. Do your... Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. 
Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, man. Talking about uh, fun. Jeff Thompson was a great guy. Also, Brian Tucker and Cat Daddy. That's right. Jimbo, last word, big guy. Last word is get out there and do some spring turkey hunting. If any thing hunt for sheds yeah and make sure all the while you're doing that you're hammering home firearm safety and getting your kids outdoors isn't that right jimbo that's right hey we'll return next week we got you know who we have wade middleton and jeb burton number 27 driver for nascar nascar xfinity series i think he's like number 17th right now in the world uh folks we'll return next week won't we i hope so that's right so god bless you and the united states of america peace out Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 